Hello and welcome back Hello. to Hello and... Hello and welcome If you fuck to... <laughs> Hello and welcome to Dan and David's podcast. Um you join us now on seventeenth of June. Uh, 19 years after the second age. <sighs> so, the bo- so the bombs have dropped. Uh, and this is the last thing that survives human who civilization. Who would have thought Albania would have taken everyone out? <laughs> Uzbekistan, we've curried favour with the Uzbekistanis. <laughs> Was that a slur? What, Uzbekistanis? No, you said, you said curry. It's an expression. It's an expression, I swear. Oh my god, dude. We've curried. Yeah, if you said, like, let's say, for example, <laughs> you said, uh, say, oh, I'm currying favor with the you know, Indi- Indians or something, but then maybe it worked. But I don't think Uzbekistanis do cur- any curry dishes. Could be wrong. Uh, Could be wrong, though. Cuisine of Uzbekistan. <laughs> Let's have a look. Um, so apparently, uh, mutton is a popular variety of meat. In curry? Because uh, of the abundance of sheep. Um, Who would have guessed? Apparently, it, it's very kind of similar to the tu- like the Turkic peoples. Yeah. So these are like, you know, Turkish. Turkish, Turkish yeah. So, it's, I mean, I don't suppose a lot of curries, actually, so. So, ten, yeah, so. So I guess so, you're off the curry. Sure. Thank you very much. I've wheeled yeah. my way out of a racist law case once again. Yeah. I mean, I, I still don't think that the Uzbekistanis are coming back to this podcast. Well, though. you would be surprised, good sir, because we still are holding our 36% uh, Uzbekistan uh, listener um, statistic. Uh, yeah, but is that overall? Or is that that's overall, yeah. Really? But the thing is, overall, that counts the Uzbekistans who left. That doesn't count the new clients who are probably not Uzbekistani. That's true. We'll have to, as we go along, obviously, we'll check out who. But it's still sticking to three countries, apparently. Uzbekistan, US, and Sweden. Which is... Have we got the US? Yeah, we've got 50% US. 50? Wow. That, what is that like? Two dudes. So that's 50% of what? Six people. <laughs> Oh, what is that? That's like three. That's days, like man. what? What? You, are you joking right now? You don't know fifty percent of six. <laughs> what is that like? Three. What is that like three? <laughs> it is three. Isn't it? Yeah, you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that you're, <laughs> you're the way you said it. Right. All right, we get it. I mean, <laughs> we get it. You did high degree maths. Nothing to show for it, though, eh, buck boy? You know, you got a certificate of higher education, didn't you? I did, indeed. Anyway, uh, welcome back, everyone, uh, to whoever is listening to episode five. Yes, welcome back. And what was uh, when, when did we do the, the last about one? About two weeks ago. Uh, I think it was longer than that, wasn't it? David, oh, yeah, I have to type in the whole name because it's not what David and Dan talk, there you go. Uh, the last one was... God, the last one was uh, nearly three three weeks ago. We're slacking, boy. Oh, we're slacking. We're slacking. 
but um, yeah, last week we talked. I don't know. We talked Hiroshima. We did Hiroshima. We did my walk. My Hadrian's Wall walk. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you've got you've got something new to talk about every time because now you've been to old Paris. Yes, I had a weekend in Paris. um, Everyone, it was very good. I had a lots, lots of good fun. Uh, bonding with my father and your sister yeah yeah sure uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> females uh, don't like them at all uh, even me own family infor- unfortunately uh, the um, the uh, statistics for our podcast are genderless I would be interested to see the the uh, ratio of female no to female no women <laughs> I can guarantee that no women are listening to this. Maybe we should have some guests on the show every now and again, you know, like bring in some well, people. I, say, who, I mean, who, who would you want on? I don't know. Well, well, if we're talking like anyone, literally anyone. All right. Okay. First, let's go fantasy guests. Like if you get anyone on this talk show, who would your guest be? Um, We need to get someone like big personalities, you know, like Bjork. Something I think Bjork would be quite cool. Really, you'd want you want some you'd want some Bjork chicken with this. I want so. some Bjork chicken with some Levi root sauce, mate. Ooh. Uh, um, I mean, yeah. What like say if I was Bjork, like, uh, what, like, hi, hi. What did she sound like? I hi there, David. Well, she sounds slightly Cockney at times, but also Irish. Oh, David, I, I would like to. <laughs> Like, what would you ask her? Uh, well, I would, you know, I'd have to prepare, prepare some, some questions. No, no. But the thing is, I've, I've got Bjork in the room right now. <laughs> <laughs> David, how you doing? I'm glad to be on the uh, podcast, David. Yeah, thank you very much for coming on, Bjork. And it's I... actually pronounced Bjork, like Bjork. Bjork. <laughs> I was actually thinking about you the other day because I was actually making some Bjork chicken in the kitchen. Oh. I was dancing around to uh, Venus as a boy, and I was thinking... Oh, so you're so quite the basic fan, then. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was about about 21 years ago. <laughs> what, is she fucking uh, Master Splinter from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> 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 That was over 20. <laughs> I have done much since then. I'm shameful this day. Your album is in grave danger, my lord. <laughs> Your producer is running from the studio. <laughs> A shameful display. By the way, like, I, I, I mean, this could possibly be racist because we're one and a half white dudes. Um, but we're just mimicking some other over-the-top Japanese mic take. So I, I don't know. Uh, you guys ever play you guys ever play Shogun? Shogun two. Shogun two, mate. Specifically Shogun Two. Which is, um, I haven't played in a while, actually. I think I'd have I think if I wanted to get like Mac views on something i think if i want if i want to go for the views you'd have to go for someone who's hot right now so i guess i'd have to go for like billy eilish billy 
Kumi. <laughs> what do you want from me? What, what do, do you, you know? <laughs> Why are you gay? <laughs> Why are you gay? Um, probably get her. I mean, um, I think though, if I had to interview anyone, if I get anyone on the show, it would be like Paul McCartney. Mm. But the thing is, he'd probably get pissed off because I literally just asked him about like the Beatles. I get Ringo and Paul on. Oh man! And just and just like go through the list of like conspiracies and be like, explain this. What Ringo on the cover what of Ringo conspiracy you know, is that? <laughs> that is a fucking idiot. That's not a conspiracy, mate. That's just fact. It's the truth. <laughs> no, but Ringo, if you are listening to this, I love you. You're my favorite Beatle. Uh, for a bit. That's not what you told me outside the podcast, mate. You told me, you told me George was your favorite. No, nah, mate, my favorite Beatle is John. Hipster. <laughs> man, I, I love John, mate. I, I, I mean, I, that's basically me. Have you watched the film with uh, Christopher Eccleston as uh, John Lennon? As John it's Lennon. on YouTube or something like that. I don't like it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's I wish I watched it. It was like basically I was staying in an Airbnb in uh, Budapest. Oh my god! Wait, we were we were in the only... Budapest. I was in Buda. Oh, Buda. Always be in the Buda, mate. That's that's the same. Yeah, yeah. I got I got booted. I got buddered in Buda. <laughs> I got pest in pestland. <laughs> anyway, um, and they had like I was like waiting. I don't know what was what was I waiting for. I was waiting for something. I think I was waiting for like my sister to get ready to go out, and anyway, I was sitting down, and um, they had like a selection of DVDs, and there was only one that was British. There were so many like Hungarian ones, films and stuff. There was only one, and it was like Lennon. And I looked at it, and I was like, "Oh my god, Christopher! Eccles- I love Christopher Eccleston because he's he's northern. He's in Doctor Is he, Who. Is he from Newcastle? Where's he from? No, he's from. Um, I think he's from like Middlesbrough or something." It's not Newcastle. I think it's. I'm not 100 sure. You're looking at yourself. Yeah. He is from uh, Salford. Ugh, Christ. Yeah, it's Yorkshire. Uh, well, it's Great Manchester. Um, is it? So, oh, of course it fucking hey, is, man. Come on. Salford, yeah. So he's a mank. Uh, yeah, I guess. It's, it's, he's not a Geordie. Salford. Yeah, carry on. And uh, I started watching it, and like I just couldn't get over the fact that he was putting on an accent. Well, George, can't you like, see that it's going? In? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't top, and it needed to be kind of like tasteful. And I just I didn't feel tasteful to me. So I kind of like was just like, uh, and just turned it off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, within about ten minutes, I was like, no. Nah. Yeah, the thing is, a lot of these, a lot of the films that deal with like the Beatles, like the the accent is like the usually the worst thing because it's usually like, the, yeah. "Hello, I'm John Lennon from the Beatles." <laughs> well, what about the um, the the thing that I showed you, the conspiracy documentary? Oh, and uh, what was it? What do they call him? Um... M- Muxwell. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Co- Coxwell. I am the <laughs> and it's like, and Muxwell looked down and said, you know, 
his teeth were smashed to smithereens, and he says, he looks a bit like a walrus. And John turns to me and cries, no, I am the walrus. I mean, it's it, it's just funny how, like, in, in, like, the whole of that, like, what, two hours they were dealing with that or something like that, Every single song they got, every single song idea from yeah. that moment, <laughs> and then, and then the, a bulldog went yeah, by, and, then, and, and, and Ringo said, "Oh, hello, bulldog." <laughs> and then, um, you know, uh, John met a woman named Lucy, and he, <laughs> and, and George was like, "Oh, it looks like she's in space with some oranges." And then John actually stood <laughs> and said, "Oh, what, and some diamonds." Uh, well, it was, yeah. Lucy in the sky with oranges was made. <laughs> but yeah, they did. Uh, they did go hard on that. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So we didn't. I don't think we have a specific topic to, to talk uh, about I we on do, this um, podcast. School. Oh, school, school. Where do we start? Would you like to start with your perhaps your school experience? Was it anything well, I was, um, overly dramatic? Well, I was. Um, I've watched a lot of uh, Dodie. Oh god! Dodie is in these videos uh, with this like American guy. They do a lot of like America versus UK on um, like I don't know certain things like food or education or whatever. Yeah. And. Um, I tell you what, I and then they brought up something that I haven't thought about. Pardon me. I mean, probably ever. I haven't probably thought about this since I left school. Do you remember Sports Day? Yes, I do. Uh, what colour were you? What house were you? I was Bannister, which is the red house. See. What were you? I can't. So, in primary school, I was. I was red, I think. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the house. And then when I went to Wales, uh, yeah. I was um, I was yellow, but instead of like a name, they just gave you the, the colour name in Welsh. Okay. So I was uh, it was uh, Melon. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> Elvish, mate. <laughs> no. I mean, friend in Elvish actually. <laughs> and um yeah I wouldn't yeah I wouldn't go down that road if I had any other choice and um yeah and it was like I mean how was uh, how, can you remember when, when you did sports day up till okay so I can remember sports day up till high school there there was there was always high you know there was always high school sports days they just got a little bit more technical you know, towards the end, the year nine, year ten, year eleven, you start doing sports day. You start actually competing rather than just like kind of doing it for the hell of it. Mm. For me, and that's when I obviously started doing running um, and swimming. I actually did a biathlon in year nine, and I got I was proper proud of it because I smashed, I smashed the biathlon because I was good at swimming back in the day, and I was also getting good at running, so I was able to fly past everyone, and I was well chuffed with myself. But I didn't do bike, didn't do the biking part to make it a try. Um, but um, yeah, back in, I mean, like further back. So talking about, I talked about high school in, in the south, in Brighton, in the north, in Newcastle. Um, 
I don't really remember a huge amount of sports days other than um, good good memories of it being in the houses and running running around and doing like long jump and stuff like that. Um, but what was Dodie talking about with the American guy? Um, he was talk like uh, they were talking about how in America they did have like sports day, but mm. they didn't have houses or anything. They just had like random teams, I think. Yeah, and I can't really remember. I mean, I, I think I was just lost in Dodie's uh... <laughs> eyes. Yeah, and I kind of like. I mean, this is the second episode I've talked about Dodi in like a weird, obsessive way. But I'll tell you what, I saw a snap, uh, uh, Instagram story the other day, and she, it was a picture of her. She was talking about her skin. Oh. She was like, "My skin's so bad," blah blah blah. And I was like, "Oh my god, I, I understand that. Like, I understand the pain. My skin's pretty bad too." I didn't message that. But... <laughs> Um, but then, but then the next, but then the next Snapchat story was her with like giant straws, Harry Bow straws, which I fucking love. They're my favorite. I love Harry Bow straws. The hard, the hard, the hard straws, strawberries. Yeah, there's the big strawberries you get in the bag. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I was like, she's like, hi guys, I just want to let you all know, I can't, I don't eat enough of these. And I was like. Oh my god, me too. <laughs> like, I think it's meant to be, you know, in a way. Uh, so, but here's another lead I have. Also, um, she her her best friend in London is also a musician. She's not as big. What's and she, she was she, uh, was it Hannah? Is it Hannah plays keys? I think it's called. Uh... It might be a different. It might be it might be someone else. I don't. I might not, I'm getting. I'm getting people mixed up. Anyway, point is, she was. She put a picture on, of her and Dodie in like Disney, Disney World or something. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, and she, I follow. Started following her, and she posted a video of like, just like the sunset and the beach. And she panned to the right, and I saw Mumbles Pier. And I was like, oh, shit. Just for context, everyone, Mumbles Pier is in just by Swansea in South Wales, where me and Dan studied for a little bit. Dan studied there for a little bit. I studied there for a little bit. <laughs> a lot of it. And a little bit longer. And <laughs> um, uh, I was like, holy shit, because uh, she's based in London. So I put, I actually commented on it and like, fantastic place to be like i studied in swansea i left the last year like and I, I do wish to go back like it's a beautiful spot like a good find kind of thing and she actually replied to my comment oh Dodie. uh no Dodie's best oh. mate so i think i was just like maybe if i continue to comment maybe i'll gain a kind of like a, a prestige perhaps she'll mention something to Dodie. Man, you know what I mean? That's, like, that's how a stalker operates. <laughs> that's a bit psychopathic. Maybe if I uh, go to her house, if I break in, please. Find... She's like, it would be worse. I think is if I found out a stalker wasn't stalking me for me, was actually stalking <laughs> me for like someone else. Uh... <laughs> I'd be actually pretty pissed, pissed off. Like, am I not even good enough to be stalked by someone? 
<laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's not even worth the hassle at all. Yeah, I agree. But, but the thing is, you don't um, make a good stalker either. Too honest, I think. Wait, too well, honest. It's a bit too obvious as well. You you look too much like a stalker already. Like, <laughs> if you were actually one, that would just be taking the piss. It would just be icing on the cake. Yeah, icing on the very um, very perverted Bake. cake. Like a dick cake. How? Uh, so, what were you going to say again? You, you were just saying that, like. Dirty and this American guy were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, sport, and it's like, oh wow, I, don't, I haven't thought about sports day. Absolutely, age. I suppose every kid in the country has done it. Uh, yeah, have one way or another. Yeah, I mean, I guess, um, yeah. I don't know. Do you ever uh, get a sense? I mean, do you ever miss school? I miss the the friends, like the f- group of friends. You know, what I mean, where you have a load of friends, you go in and you kind of like hang out. Uh, and have a laugh and like lessons and things. I do miss that, but um, it was you know it's it's like the learning part. I wouldn't go back and do like done that. You know what I mean? But I mean, are you still in touch with any like of your secondary school friends? Secondary school friends? No. Well, actually, yes, I'm in touch with one. One, George, my mate George from Brian. He, I've known him since year seven. Are you actually decent friends, or? Yeah, yeah, man. Like it's so chill, and our f- friendship has like developed quite a bit as we've gone. <coughs> uh, what into like so intimate? <laughs> We're more than friends now. <laughs> um, we've both grown. <laughs> no, um, uh, excuse me. Um, no, but uh, we do travel quite, like, you know, I travel quite a bit to see him, or he travels quite a bit to see me, especially when I was in Swansea. Um, what about yourself? Have you, have you got any friends like that? Are you I mean, um, I don't know, secondary school, I, I feel like you find your, like, real friends. Uh, I don't know. Elsewhere. Elsewhere. I feel, yeah, I feel like secondary school, kind of, especially, I, I kind of just hung around people. Maybe not necessarily because we were like like friends. Maybe just because we like had this kind of same humor. Yeah. Like you just like you just end up like I mean that's why like the group of lads because you just end up like laughing. We were just like you know yeah. skiving off yeah. all the time. What? Mate, you're a criminal. I'm not skiving off, but like bombing around. You know what I mean? <laughs> backtrack, quick backtrack <laughs> there from Daniel. Oh, mother. Laden. <laughs> oh, I'm laden with <laughs> context for that. Um, <laughs> my dad's called Laden, <laughs> and he beats me like a bucket of shit. <laughs> I've never heard that expression before. It's a Welsh expression. <laughs> Beat you like a bucket of shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So context for that back uh, in the day, Welshmen used to. Yeah, be yeah context shit. for that. The original flashlight was just used to. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sheep. But I actually, um, you know, ages ago I was like, oh yeah, um, I could have my work photographs in Aberystwyth. Yep. So I, I sent over a proposal of some photos. 
um, you know, a couple of photos that I've done, done to display in the gallery in um, Aberystwyth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I remember that. <laughs> yes. I'm just laying that out. The people. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. You remember from podcast number three? <laughs> Turn to page 54 for reminders. <laughs> Actually, funny, a slight segue to this. Um, uh, I actually listened to one of our podcasts earlier today. uh, Just a slight, uh, the first bit of our last, just the last podcast that we did. And I didn't realize on Spotify, if you're a Spotify listener, you can change the speed at which we speak. Oh, yeah. So you can go like three times as fast, up to three times as fast. And then, like, up to, like, half the speed that we speak. And tell you what, I was, like, pissing myself with laughter. I don't know if it's just me being, like, silly. But I put it on half the speed. And it sounds like we're fucking, like, drunk, stoned. <laughs> like, it's hilarious. If you listen to it, it's like, you'd be like, yo. <laughs> so, anyway, you remember <laughs> last time. And I'm like... Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's really funny. It's really How funny. You, um, is it only because you can see the views because uh, you're the admin or whatever? <clears throat> yep. Oh shit! So we've got what? I have the admin privilege- privileges. So we've got mate. six views on the homemade anim- anima. Yeah. Okay, and then I don't really know how you get, but I guess like the only thing we could do ourselves <laughs> would, be to, would be to share this. I don't think I'm confident enough to do it yet. <laughs> I was going to, but then I talked about drugs last time. And I don't know if I want my parents to be. Yeah, I think we'll bury it down. We'll bury it with like like a few more. We'll bury the episodes, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be like, you know. And plus, because you, because like last, I did realize I nearly did it until I realized that you asked the question like would you ever do DMT? And I was like, fucking yes, let's do it now. And, I, and then I'm thinking back, like, I don't, know if, I don't know if I want to share that, just in case my dad was, like, really interested when I told him. He was like, I really want to. Yeah, I'd love to listen to it. Yeah, like, we, sh- we should do one. And I'm like, yeah. And you just like, yeah. yeah. You probably don't. I was like, you probably, actually, I actually said to him, like, you probably don't want to listen to that podcast. <laughs> Oh, mate, you know, um, there's this podcast that I, uh, no, 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 what was my original story? You said you're talking about Aberystwyth. Yeah, yeah, so, I, so uh, I, and the old phone. Yeah, so I ring up and I go, uh, yeah, so I ring up the woman because it's been like about two weeks and she hasn't replied. So we go, like, hey, I'm ringing because I sent an email, like, what's the chances of me getting a, like a gallery, a little exhibition up? And she goes, like, well, every six months we get together and we choose from the people who have proposed stuff they want to post up. And, yep. uh, yeah, and I've, I've seen yours personally. So it's, it's quite good. It's very good and very interesting. You've written a lot about it. And, um, uh, and then, um, what is it? She, she was like, but even if you do, like, even if we do go like, okay, we want your work, uh, I'd have to wait two years for it to actually get up. What? Yeah. That's the that's the waiting time. Because they probably decided like the next the, the next like because it's because it's six months they change it. Mm. So they probably decide the next four three four um, exhibitions month. 
So I was like, well, thank you very much, you know. So basically, I'm just going to forget about it. <laughs> but it's... Um... It'd be quite... Is it still locked in, though? Oh, yeah. Is it still applied? Yeah. I've sent an email, and, you know, if they decide to decide. But it's actually genuinely... I didn't realise how difficult it was to actually get your art. Not, not, not just, like, my, my photography, but, like, say, if you painted and stuff, to actually get your stuff mm. shown. Mm. I think it's generally difficult. Because remember I told you um, about that guy, the guy who wants me to get in my gallery in London. Yeah. So this is context. Let me explain the story. Um, an old... Uh, one of the, I used to work as a teacher in Chile and um, in like a city called Arica in the north. And the school that I worked, I had this photographer. And the photographer... Kind of, I like I haven't been there, spoken to him in about a year and a half, six, uh, eighteen months. So yeah. he con, I, well, I contact him because he's a generally good photographer. Uh, I didn't realise, so I, I messaged him, and we end up skyping. And he asks me, uh, "Hey Dan, I, I, I'm doing an exhibition in New York, and I'd love to do one in London in November. Can you secure me a exhibition space? And you know, if you do that, I'll let you have ten percent commission on you know whatever photos I sell." It was like banging, sweet, good, cool experience, you know. And I've actually ended up, I ended up ringing this week uh, around about fifteen galleries in London. And I tell you what, yeah. most of them said they either said uh, we don't accept individual artists, or we we don't actually take people uh, who aren't actually members of the gallery. Right. So it is really hard to actually. So that's a that's tight circles, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think uh, there's this, I think Vox does this interesting video, um, the YouTube channel on uh, why the Mona Lisa, not why the Mona Lisa, why art is, uh, you know, some why some art is popular and some art isn't. It's all like a inside game, I think. I think I'd agree, to a certain extent. I think. Um, I think some arts does stand on its own two feet, um, but once it once it does, um, it gets picked up by some maybe some big big galleries. Everyone sees it, and um, in a way, it becomes almost banalized by the shit by the gallery itself. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, I'd be interested to see, like, say, if you drew something, because I've never, I, I, I mean, I don't assume I've never heard you mention it, so I don't assume you paint or draw or anything like that. I no, I'm not a drawer. I'm more of a poet or um, musician. But I'd love to see like an experiment, like say, if like you drew something or painted something. Yeah. And then you kind of gave it like the fancy gallery treatment. You put it in a nice frame. You put it in the center. What if like that? People would actually be like, okay, yeah. I wonder if that is actually like quite compelling. Because um, I remember I was in. I was in. Uh, you ever been to Liverpool? No, I've never been to Liverpool. Well, the Albert Docks. They've got this. Uh, they've got quite a few cool museums there. But they've got. They kind of got this modern art gallery. And and I remember yeah. it was like it was like a weird like curvy non-symmetrical, liney kind of piece of artwork. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of the women just she goes like, she was with like two of her friends and she just goes like, what does this mean? This is, for me, this isn't art. Like, what is this? This doesn't make any sense. 
get. She didn't get it. Well, to be fair, I didn't really get it, but I just kind of accepted it as, you know, art. It's art in its own right, I suppose. I don't particularly, I'm not particularly Mm. fond of, like, I'm not particularly fond of art that goes, like, uh... Really, the really, really kind of, like, expressions. Or far out. uh, If you ask me what it means, I'll say it's up for, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, I mean, I like some works, but some of it is just, like, not my style. My favorite, I think I've explained this on the podcast. My favorite type of art is the one that draws, varies the line between realism and surrealism. Even stuff like, so like Dali. Uh, like Francis Bacon. B- Bacon, yeah. Francis Bacon. <laughs> no, I mean, it's Bacon. I think it's <laughs> Francis Bacon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, who else? Who else was in the kind of like surrealist movement? Um, um, uh, MC Escher. Oh yeah, I love, uh, um, I love this song. Can't touch this. <laughs> Boom. Uh, Context for that: <laughs> um, the Jewish Holocaust lasted for. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got Salvador Dali, Pablo Picasso, yep. uh, Ooh, Rene. Okay. Ah, um, Descartes. No, Marguerite. <laughs> Rene Descartes. Uh, Andre Breton. Um, yeah, quite a few people who are cool. But um, I like that that kind of like the the movement from realism. Like you know, when a painting is like, oh my god, that looks so real. Like you can. Reach out, reach out and touch, you know. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, there's the kind of like the faded blurriness, the different colours, different hues used for stuff that you wouldn't see in nature and all this type of stuff. It's interesting, you know. I like that's my favourite type. Um, I got to admit, I love... Um, I mean, it's probably not my favourite, but I love Impressionism. Yeah. You know, like Monet, yeah. Renoir. Oh, mate, you should go to. I went. You should go to Monet's garden, mate. Ooh. Oh, man, did it make you moan for Monet? It made me. I tell you what, I was moaning. <laughs> <laughs> I was moaning. I tell you that. Um, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. Yeah, honestly. well, you've um, been. Have you ever been to in Paris? Um, I'm just googling so I get the name right. It's called. Musée de l'Orangerie. Lingerie, like the Museum of Lingerie. <laughs> Underwear Museum. Because <laughs> we can't, can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's called the Museum of l'Orangerie. It's basically... Okay. Uh, it's free for, you, for EU citizens. Um, so get in their way, can <laughs> Uh, uh, context Brexit. <laughs> it's basically like it's uh, a gallery, and they've kind of got like an upstairs and a downstairs. So they've got like the cafes on like the downstairs, but also on the downstairs you've got like a lot of lot of impression and post impressionist art. So it's like individual photos, but you've got these three rooms. Like if you go, if you carry on when you go from the entrance up these stairs. You got three rooms, and it's got like a free sixty painting all around these like oval rooms of wow. Monet's work. 
and it covers the entire wall and it's re- it's really like um and the reason he did it was cuz he wanted like a quiet space yeah uh, I, actually I don't know I think he was dead when they did it but I think the original concept of it and why it was built yeah. in the first place this place in the middle of Paris was like so you could kind of get away from the hustle bustle of the city and like experience yeah. like a garden you know what I mean I do uh, yeah I do I do um but it doesn't compare to uh, Monet's garden itself in full bloom. Uh, where, where, where uh, is Monet's garden? Giverny. Monet. North of Paris. Ah, is, is it that not? Where your dad lives? No. Uh, yeah, it is Giverny. I've got some honey from the Giverny gardens. Mate. Very luscious. Ah, yeah. Made from the bees that pollinate the wildflowers that were painted by Claude Monet himself. I don't think he was a lord. I said Claude. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up, bucko. Listen up, bucko. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a big garden, man. Fair play. Lovely garden. Japanese orientated as well. And um, there was an exhibition um, on while I was there on Japanese culture coming into the French culture in the 18th century, women wearing Japanese robes, becoming more loose, you know, less kind of dre- dressing, yeah, start, start, very kind of autocratic. Start, become, start of a cultural appropriation, man. That was the, that was the start yeah, of it, you know. And uh, <clears throat> so, um, and there was a fantastic gallery on all the... Um, uh, the the French impressionists are using Japanese culture in their work. It was quite interesting, very interesting. But uh, what was my original point? Uh, you were talking about how clicky. Yeah. So yeah, it, it is very difficult, and it's at the point now where I, you know, I must just give up. But mm. I did actually. This dude would actually probably be real pissed if I did that. So I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I hired you as my agent. What have you got for me? Mate, it was so difficult. <laughs> I, call, I, called I called like, like... fifteen places. Yeah. <laughs> I called like fifteen. Why did you just call... what do you call one more? Like I hired this is what I hired you for. Mate, I got bored. Uh, yeah, it's man. so boring. <laughs> it's so boring. <laughs> You're boring me right now. <laughs> Leave. I go back to South America come Bendy. You know what? <laughs> hey, shout out to if Ashley ever watches this, by the way. Oh housemate, Ashley, shout out to you. Do you remember that comment where it was just like, fucking hell, you're such a bore. <laughs> what? When you, you know, he's just like, he always talks about how um, depressed he was or how like sad he was at that particular time in in his life. Yeah. And and then we were just kind of like, yeah. And then like later afterwards, we're just like, you're such a fucking bore, <laughs> mate. <laughs> oh, you bore <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> what a time! Doesn't hear <laughs> Just context. Uh, <laughs> we never said that. <laughs> yeah. Also, context on that. Um, you know, I have a, a disease that cannot be cured. <laughs> it's called bisexuality. Oh, oh man! Not... Oh, <laughs> <blow> that, man. <laughs> Jesus, Dodie's Dodie's bisexual. <laughs> 
good. <laughs> For you? All the best. <laughs> oh, that means there's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> if Dodie ever hears this, like, she's probably going to say... Oh, no, no. Oh, what a freak. She's gonna. I'm, she's gonna hear. In fact, if I uh, meet Dodie, I'll be able to meet my jazz hero, Jacob Collier. Oh, is he a jazz hero? He's my jazz hero. He's a he's a registered jazz hero in the register of jazz heroes. His name is down, but um, yeah, name five he's more really jazz good. heroes. <laughs> Miles Davies. John Coltrane. Call, I'd call Miles that. Joe Pass. Miles Davis on blues, wouldn't you? He is blues. Yeah, I know. Joe Pass. Mon- Wes Montgomery. Chris Barber. Uh, who else we got? Mm. Some Was that of the, five? Like, trumpeters. I guess. What? I think so. <laughs> 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 Don't go on. <laughs> Yeah, but um, uh, did you listen to the EP? No. What the fuck? I'm afraid what I didn't. Fuck? It's six minutes, dude. You're really? officially a dick. Should have listened to the podcast. Next podcast, I'll be able to crack on with a little review. Um, what can you tell us about your EP? Uh, so look up Sam Paul and the Baroque Folk. On SoundCloud, yeah. uh, yeah. it's only like it's, yeah, there's only three tracks, and like two of them are under two minutes. Yeah, so it's really short. Um, What's the point of? What was the point? Uh, what was the point you're trying to make with this EP? I don't know. What's the theme? Is there any theme? I guess the theme is like uh, spring and summer. Yeah, in what way? Well, basically. Well, how do you express this theme? Well, I don't know. Like, basically, um, I had this, uh, I bought this, when I was in Stuttgart, uh, I bought this postcard from the, because they got a famous art museum there. And I bought this uh, um, postcard of this, like, really cool, Really nice. It's the cover, actually. It's the cover of the uh, EP. And uh bought this postcard. And so I, I was looking constantly at that while I was, like, playing the piano and, like, writing the stuff. And it's, like, and it's like okay. a very summary. It's, like, a, it's the pictures of a woman on the side of, like, a bank, like a grassy knoll. And yeah. uh, she's peeling potatoes in a bucket. So would you say... <clears throat> the way that a theme is expressed through music is because is is shown by the way you were feeling at the time. Yeah. You say it was more expressionistic uh, through emo- emotive rather than direct, realist, perhaps like, you know. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, because the lyrics or well, there's, there's literally, there's yeah. only like about four lines in the whole thing because there's only one song and it's about like, uh, what are the lyrics? What are the lyrics? It goes, um, 
the world. You were the one that wrote, mate. Uh, the world to a rhythm, uh, everyone to a beat. Uh, I was smitten, and you lived on. And I want to suck your. <laughs> you were smitten, uh, and you lived on my street. I'll never let you go. <laughs> You're ripping her off, mate. I would. I don't want to listen to this podcast at all. I've already bashed bisexuals, and you already copied a song. <laughs> I may. I, I like the, just doing the word "smitten" is not a copy of it. Um, although, although actually, uh, I, I don't actually, know. Now that you've said that. I did actually base a little bit of the song on it. You're absolutely smitten. Wow. Now it's like it's it's it sounds very like uh and then the, what's the next line? Um That girl right there, yeah, she's the one. <laughs> We're fucking me and our bum <laughs> <laughs> with two fingers. <laughs> but I'm in the pink chin in the stink. <laughs> <laughs> when do you get you have to get someone else's hand involved? <laughs> Oi, mate, help help me out. Help a brother out. out, (laughs) I've already got five in the pig. Five in the stink. I need five more. I need another five in the stink for that (laughs) That's That's 105%. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Any good? (laughs) Dodie's like... (laughs) Oh, God, I'm never going to meet Oh no! You're like getting arrested, and they're like, <laughs> "Dodie's like that guy right there." Yeah, he's the one. And the police are running up to you like, "He put his fingers in, in my bum." <laughs> <laughs> Does the word "bum" in a song where it's too British, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what was the? Uh, was it? Um, so many winters, and there's nothing I have done. Uh, nothing brought the summer quite like your love. What was that from? That's, that's my line. Oh, okay, good. That's, uh, yeah. Wow. It's a nice lyric, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, because, uh, you know, uh, the last one, uh, the last few songs I did, they were very, I mean, they were kind of, kind of like a downer. <laughs> Such a fucking <laughs> downer. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right, they were pretty downer. Yeah, but, you know, that was because it was like post... Um, you know, uni yeah. and like, you know, all that stuff. But uh, trying to, uh, yeah, anyway. But, um, but yeah, I love um, your song anyway. I, I actually, like, I can actually probably, like, this is going to sound like sad, but I've actually listened to your song about like 10 times. Oh, thank you very it's much. It's a banger, man. It's probably, it's probably your best work you've ever done. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you. What do you know? What's your favorite? What's your favorite bit? What's your favorite lyric? Um, I like the line. Uh, what's the seed line? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you need to listen to it another ten times. I think. <laughs> there was a. Uh, uh, there are many autumns come. yet to come with Cupid's hour <laughs> in your bum. <laughs> Handsome changer, you have made her inside turn to jelly. To come. <laughs> That's what the fuck. <laughs> that one right there, she's the one. 
drinking a bottle of Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Uh, we might as well like get like shout out like Dodie at Dodie, you know. Uh, also listen to her music. You know, if I get her on Facebook, I'm going to invite her to the podcast. <laughs> I was, I mean, this would probably turn to a big sexual harassment case. <laughs> and we're recording ourselves. <laughs> That one, guy, <laughs> that guy right, yeah, there. He's the one. <laughs> he put Carl. <laughs> Opera dub arm. How can we help? And she's like, that guy right there, yeah, he's the one. Which oh, which one? He's like the one with his thumb up his bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, fuck. All right. Which one sexually assaulted you over a podcast? <laughs> that one there, he's the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was uh, yeah, no. There can be more growth if you need. There can grow flowers from a seed. <laughs> you like that? You like that a little bit? <laughs> um, you know that you like the change between the. Um, but if you search, if you search long enough, but if you've searched long enough, you know you'll that you will see. Yeah. Not will find. You'll see. Yeah. You cut away your doubts and fears. Finally, you were free. Yeah, what, what was the line? It's like um, you couldn't. What? No, it's like. Um, but if you if you've searched long enough, you know that you will see. You've cut away your doubts and your fears, and found that you are free. Uh. That version of yourself that you now hold the hand of and love, rather than the original like to, to being yeah, like. But, yeah, mate, mate. That's that's actually like a banger tune, like especially that. Like, uh, what is that? An organ. <laughs> Organ. <laughs> Context. David hates organ. They just remind me of uh, yeah. the dead. Reminds me of um, fucking Sauceful Secrets, mate. It reminds me. You know, what it reminds me. You know that scene in like Simpsons where like Bart remakes, like changes the organ music in church. <laughs> you remember that one where he sells his soul. Oh, what's Ned Flanders? He 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 sells it to Millhouse. Oh, what's he changed it to? He changed it to like um, some like dad rock tune, isn't it? I can't remember what it is. Oh, won't you come with me and take my hand? It's like da 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 da
message message us at... and we can you can actually uh, if you just message David Turk oh I probably shouldn't have done that <laughs> <laughs> that's a different day that's my that's my executive producer um, <laughs> my the, uh, my last oh, name my last name right. is a pseudo name he's getting mad right now I can see him in the corner <laughs> He's like, oh, he's he's doing the movement, you know, when you like cut the neck. You're like... But um, <laughs> that yeah, one I, 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 I don't miss school. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, whenever whenever I get down, actually, I always think at least I don't have to do maths anymore. Yeah, same, I guess. Wow, I mean, was there a subject that you kind of hated in school? Uh, uh, you know what, art? I didn't like art. Why? I couldn't draw, and yeah, I got frustrated. I mean, that's true enough. I mean, um, I mean, I don't know what the case is in like America, but in the UK, if you can't like draw, that's basically you don't you can't do art in yeah. British education system. I mean, it, it'd be not, I don't know if it, if it's changed. Because, uh, because, how long have we been out of actual like? Um, so we would have left. Two thousand twelve is when I left. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, would you go to college? I went to yeah, I went to college. So you're saying out of college? Yeah, I, I like end of so two thousand fourteen. No, that was that was five years ago. So it probably hasn't changed in the past five years. I doubt anything's drastically changed in the past five years. Well, it's the the grading system for GCSEs has changed. Has it? Um, and also with A levels, uh, you know, we I don't know about you, but I got to choose like AS, and then that was like one qualifications, and then A two was like that made up the A level. Yeah. Um, whereas now you like you choose one and you're locked in for a two hour two year course. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's kind of gone because that that's how they used to do it back in. Um... Back in uh, O level, isn't it? Back in like yeah. the eighties and stuff, like you just sit like the exam after yeah. two years. Yeah, I agree. I think that was how it was done back in the day. And also, but... you have like one big exam at the end. There's just one exam for like the subject. Yeah, that's so. Like, uh, I mean, because uh, obviously we had it. Well, we had an exam every year, isn't it? Yeah. Well, or I guess yeah, it was one one a year. Oh no, because yeah. they changed it. We used to have an exam. January. Uh, January exams, but I think they scrapped that in... Um, 13? Yeah, I think they scrapped that in yeah, 2012, 2013, yeah. Um, yeah, 13, I think it was, yeah. I wonder if I'm going to remember these dates when I'm, like, old. Probably not, because the way I, like... Because think about it, we haven't actually done... We haven't actually lived that long. No, it's true. There's a lot more to come. And plus, the, and plus the first, like, 10, 12 years of your life, you're not really going to go like, oh, remember when I, we went to Thingy? Yeah. You know, so we're basically working with everything uh, GCC and after, really. Um, but now, I think that would be a lot worse now. If, uh, like, if I had sat the two-year like, two exam, I'd basically just not do any revision for two years and then, like, panic. Then cram it. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think I'd probably do the same. I'm not going to yeah. lie. But um, it was a shame. Art never... Um, like I was saying, like if you couldn't draw, that was basically it. Like You couldn't 
like it's a shame they never like delved into like photography or maybe like maybe combined a bit of media or something like music, that. Music, you know I mean? even music is art. I mean, we did music, but we never really saw it as an art form. It was yeah, just something not. to kind of do. Like, um, we, I mean, of course, you had the recorders in uh, primary school. Like, we just we just had like a crap ton of xylophones in uh, yeah. secondary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember there's like, we did like a lesson of drumming, like a drumming lesson. Each one of us was like getting sticks and we literally just banged on our fucking desks. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher, I don't know, I think back is quite ridiculous. Literally, the teacher came in at the front and was like, everyone grab your sticks. And they were doing, like, left, left, right, right, left, left, you know. And here, like, go around again, left, left, right, right. When you're a student, you don't really realise that. Because, uh, like, the brief time I've been a teacher, if you actually don't have anything planned, it, it, you kind of just put do anything just to kill, like, an hour. Yeah. Like, um... Find the knife. <laughs> Clean the, the blood from my <laughs> Everyone think... line up to put their finger in my bum. I had some food. I tell you what. Um, I tell you what. No, I tell you what's classic for teachers and and the things I didn't I didn't realize this until I did it, and then I realized like the teachers that did it on me. Make a poster. Uh, right, make a you, poster, yeah. Right, guys, you, we've got we've got two lessons or three lessons or how many lessons? Usually two or three. <clears throat> okay, you this lesson, you're gonna make a poster, and then next lesson you're gonna present it to the class, and you know everything like that. And I tell you what, the teachers that did that on me, and I, because you you've definitely had that as well, I imagine. Oh yeah. Like, because I because I, I remember I, I did one class, and uh, uh, so basically the way it would work when I was teaching these um, South American kids uh, who didn't speak English uh, at all. I didn't speak Spanish. So basically how it would work is I would share the class. Say it was about class. I think it was about class of like 30, 35. Mm-hmm. So I'd go to the teacher I was working with. So she'd have, she'd have, the, she'd have the class, take the register in her room. Then I'd come over and I'd be like, okay, half the class go with Daniel, half the class stay here. And classes in South America, they last around... And they last an hour and a half. Yeah. So I'd have one one side for 45 minutes and the other side for 45 minutes. And we and so basically I'd go to her, okay, what are we doing? And she'd be like, okay, we're studying. I'm going to be teaching them. Uh, sometimes it'd be like a topic, like, oh, we're going to be learning about um, uh, Christmas. So like, oh, I got like a sentence. I got this at Christmas. I will, I am giving my family this for Christmas or something like that. Yeah. You learn like phrases or something. And this particular class, we were doing extreme, pardon me, extreme sports. So for instance, I like playing, I like doing, and then obviously the extreme sports like skiing, rock climbing, yeah. diving. And we were on it for like ages. I don't know why we were on it for so long. And basically I just ran out of ideas. So, I mean, I did everything. I did a quiz, like, uh, I did, like, role-playing. I, like, I did pretty much everything they, the people told me, they trained me to do. But I ran out of ideas at this point. So I basically just said, all right, guys, we're going to have this lesson, and then we're going to do a poster, and then next lesson you're going to give a presentation on why you like the extreme sports. Mm-hmm. And i tell you what, it is, yeah, it's such, like, a, 
like if you've got no bullets in the chamber, you just like do this. Right. I remember one time I did a my this was in A level though. This was in A level where I did a I had to do a poster on like Mao's China and you had to like present it like it was a trailer to a movie. Classic. And I and I put on like Baba O'Reilly as like a back <laughs> as like a backing like, doodly, 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 doodly. like and I and literally I was like in a world, it was like, dang, dang, dang. I was like, 30 million one million people die. <laughs> I was like, it's like, out here in the field. I was like, there's one man. I created steel. <laughs> I put my back into my liver. Yeah. I don't need to it, fight. It really worked until I realized I'd put Chairman on, like, Mao is right. I put on like the extended version and it like it doesn't do the the dun 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 for like a good like two minutes. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> I was like, uh hurry up. at least you have to like go back and like skip it. It was quite funny. But like, yeah, I see what you mean. Like there's a load of different things that um the teachers can like They've got in the back pocket kind of thing. They could be a. This will kill, you know, an hour or two. Oh yeah. I could just so, sit back and do nothing. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's just like. We are people, after all. But um. Oh, I also uh, this is other news as well. I also fully collect. I've got now. I now have. After getting to going to a load of um, charity stores, I have the extended Lord of the Rings trilogy. I now have all three of the box sets on DVD. I know you're going to say, "Oh, DVD is defunct." Why you got DVDs? <laughs> um, but um, but it's cool. It's cool to have it now. I should probably get it on Blu-ray though, should I? Right. I mean, do you, have well. do you have a Blu-ray player? Got a PS4, which plays Blu-ray. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've just got them downloaded, so. Yeah. But you can't feel it in your hands. You can't touch it with your lips. What? <laughs> you can't lick it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought you said. You can't sleep with it. Would you like to do a a musical performance to break up this podcast? Uh, I think I did one last time. You do it. Uh, okay, okay. Um, what would you like me to do? Uh, just anything like that. Yeah, play a dirty song. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll I'll try. I wonder if does this record? Um, even if I go off of it. Hold on. Did you hear? Um, oh, it does. Ooh. Did you hear a song, Guiltless? Yeah, I did, yeah. Mate, it's literally like two chords. Ah, it goes like this. There is a wall in my life built by you. You put your hand in my ass and I didn't want to. <laughs> um, uh, I can do. What can I do? 
I'm just looking at pictures of Mao Zedong. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I know what I can do. Man, you're looking at a fucking dong, if you know. <laughs> Go on. When I wake up early in the morning, oh, lift my head. I'm still young. 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 I'm I'm only sleeping. Bo, 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 bo. Everybody seems to think I'm losing. I don't mind. I think they're crazy. Uh, okay, I'll do. I'll do. I'll do. Well, that was a pretty terrible rendition, man. <laughs> Dude, I'm looking at um. Yeah, take a look at this picture. Are you on Facebook right now? No. She knows this feeling all too well. She feels her heart begin to swell. Handsome painter, you have made her insides turn to jelly. She wants to dance around the room. Kiss you until her lips turn blue. Handsome stranger, you have made her wonder. Is she pretty? But it's too late. She believes in fate. She's absolutely smitten. She'll never let you go. She wants to dance around the room. Oh, where is that? That girl right there, yeah, she's the one. Drinking a bucket. Oh, God. <laughs> Handsome stranger, you have made me happy. The first in a long time. A long, I haven't heard that word in a long time. <laughs> Did somebody say <laughs> Did somebody say a bucket <laughs> of <Yeah>. cup? <laughs> Did you just whisper in her ear? We got stumps in this wood. Words she only dreams to hear. Pretty lady, look at how he's smiling. I think he likes you. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. But it's too late. You begin to men you straight. Mate, let me let me do that. You've absolutely shitted. <laughs> you you love atomic kitten. <laughs> oh god. Okay, here's, here's, my, here's my daddy rendition. 
<laughs> You've absolutely shit. <laughs> You fucking hell, that stinks. <laughs> Mate, oh, have you got Cupid's eye on your bum, <laughs> Oh, look at that. There's an arrow in, There's an arrow in your butt. Oh, would you look at that? Okay, mate. Here's, 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 my, here's my dirty rendition. Oh, look at that. I have a question. Ooh. It may seem strange. How are your lungs? Are they in pain? Because mine are aching. I think I know why. I smoked 20 tabs yesterday. <laughs> I think I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I got to scroll down. Oh, would you be so kind as to fall in love with me? You see, I try and I know I like you, but that's not enough. I think it's only fair that there's gonna be some butterflies somewhere. I wanna share, cause I like you, but I like you, but that's not enough. So, do you think it's not a lie? I feel like chocolate. Is there a way? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wanna share? Thank you. Thank you. But, um, yeah, I mean, you ever talked to your dad about, like, uh, his old, young days? Yes, of course. I've been told about the old days. Uh, oh, what's what's, what's of, to get into rich, the old the old uh, rap scallion? <laughs> you got some stories about your dad? Um, incriminating. Uh, there's a couple of incriminating ones, I guess. Um, one time, um, <laughs> there's. <laughs> I can tell you one about my uncle. Uh, my uncle, he, um, when he was in A level, he was doing college uh, work, uh, and he didn't. We didn't really like college that much, and he was doing history. He, uh, he didn't. He just didn't like the teacher at all. Um, and uh, one of his mates was trying to become a pilot, and to become a pilot, you need to clock up about nine hundred hours. A flight time to actually even qualify for a license, like a full commercial license. And so his mate had said to Nick, my uncle, said, "Hi, Nick. Um, I'm going to go fly my uh, light aircraft that my dad has, and um, it's just to get my hours up. I'm going to be just flying around. Do you want to come with?" And uh, Nick was like, "Yeah, okay." So they bunked off a lesson, went to Newcastle Airport, which is just up the road from the school. And um, got in the got in his light aircraft and flew from Newcastle Airport to Carlisle Airport, which is a good you know fifty mile. Flew there, picked up some stuff, picked up some kit, fueled again, and flew back um, in that lesson in the lesson time. And so everyone came back and they were like, 
uh, I think the other guy was telling everyone how they'd flew to uh, Carlisle Airport, and uh, Nick, Nick was just like, "Nah, that didn't go. What are you on about? I've been here the entire time. You know, I've just been like out. You know, went to the library or something." Wow. Those were the days, mate. You can just fly around. Kids could just unsupervisedly fly around. What about yourself? What about your dad? Did he do any incriminating stuff when he was in his younger years? Was he a safe boy? Um, I don't really. I mean, um... Ask him now. He's not here. <laughs> he's off he's Nick the car. Um... I don't know. The only thing I really know he did that was kind of like cool was um, he he like he had like a pen pal in Finland in like the seventies. So he so he went and visited her for like or him or her or whatever for like a month in like the seventies. Do you reckon there could be another Harper out there in Finland? Perhaps. <laughs> um, what do you reckon? Wouldn't that be I doubt, funny? I, I mean, I doubt it because he, he probably would only be. In... Would it be? Would his name be spelled like H A J I P E R? Like Yapa. Damn Finns. Um... <laughs> Mate, you got to be careful, you know. Actually, no, it's the Swedes that are our audience. Yeah, they'll probably like us uh, bashing the Finns. Bashing the Finns, boy. Um, you ever been to Finland? No, I haven't been to Scandinavia. Yeah, you see, I feel like you'd like it. You can get to the fer- you can go on the ferry from Newcastle to Sweden. Really? Yeah, quite cheaply as well. How much? It's I don't know. I think it's about fifty quid. I mean, to be fair, you can fly for less than that actually. So if you if you look up Tyne Dock, Newcastle to Sweden, or yeah, ferry. Mm, yeah, ferry. That'll do it. Ferry, there you go. That must take ages. Yeah, it's overnight. Mm, yeah. Ferry to Sweden. But a ferry to Sweden. Um, Outward route. Yeah, you can get it from like the Scottish coast. The castle, I guess. Christ, you know it ain't easy. You know how hard it could be. Standing in the darkness of Hamilton. A, B, C, D, E, Oh, I can't be fucked to fucking get the price, but, um... Trying to get again to France. Yeah, I mean, um... I hope people say, yeah, I hope you're okay. Christ, you know it is. You know how hard it can be. That was the uh, last ever number one recorded by the Beatles. Really? Yeah, it was just it's just, it just John and Paul, no, like Ringo and George aren't on it. Mm. I love the Peter Serafinowitz, uh <laughs> the show. The um, I love the Peter Serafinowitz show itself is great. Uh, but was it, uh, um, I I think we should just go to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you always have to do what you want to do? <laughs> You're saying you don't want to go to the toilet, George. You did have that bloody big lentil curry, George. <laughs> <laughs> was it, the actual song he does is that was it like um, take my hand and sit right down, and flush away that brown. <laughs> <laughs> you know that it's true. The number is two. 
Skilfuru. Like I love my favorite like skit of that is like um uh what's it? I I bloody love James Bond. Yeah. I bloody love him. So when they asked me, Ringo, to do the uh theme, well I jumped at the chance. <laughs> Whoa, <It's> like, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I've heard that it's gold. I've heard that it's, it's a finger. It's a finger. <laughs> Don't shoot me! I'm just the bloody the singer. singer. <laughs> Some like him bronze, others like him silver. Silver. I like it gold. It is my just favorite finger. <laughs> um, did our little did I know? Oh yeah, released it. The song had already been chosen. By the time I'd finished, the movie had already come out. It took me seven years to write. <laughs> they said it was too modern. <laughs> The other one I really love is um, the one where he does the um, he's like he's the Christmas song. Yeah, was it? Um, <laughs> we're having a sexual Christmas. Time. We're all having an erotic holy night. <laughs> I just thought it was not in the spirit of Christmas, so I did the decent thing and had the song banned. <laughs> yeah. I also called the police, and Paul spent two and a half years in prison, and he never wrote a sexy song again. <laughs> It's so good. I love it. I love Peter Serafinowicz. A lot of the sketches have dated quite a bit, though, if you yeah, watch the show. That's the thing with most um, skit shows, Naughties. Yeah. No, that's the thing with most skit shows, though, actually, because they, they, they're so, like, of the time. Because it's, yeah. like, quick-fire comedy. Um, like, even, even like, Monty Python, some of the sketch shows, like, this, the, the TV show, not the movies, the TV shows. I mean, I, mean, reason, I mean, the only reason Monty Python really hasn't aged that much is because it's so batshit out there. Yeah. That, like, no one's really done it as good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, but, like, say if we did a sketch comedy show, like, like you know, the classic, I'm a customer, you're the shopkeeper, and we did, like, all these bloody kids on their bloody iPhones, like, that, yeah. Would, like, yeah. that would date horrifically. I, t- I tell you what, it's it's weird. Uh, it's it's weird how stuff dates as well. Like, um, did you ever watch Glee when it was out? No, I never watched it. Never watched Glee because that was. I mean, you probably remember how huge it was, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I do remember. Yeah. Like, I began watching it second season, uh, and like, obviously, there was no Netflix back. No Netflix back then. So, no, uh, oh, you have to use normal TV. About, I, I don't know if like streaming was as good. So this was back in two thousand nine. This was like yeah, this was ten years ago. So I don't know if back in two thousand nine streaming was as good. But basically, the only way you could really really watch stuff was like, because um, LimeWire was still a thing then. I guess the only way you could really watch stuff was like buy on DVD or rent it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I tell you what, I, uh, I, I last year I rewatched Glee and it's aged. Quite badly, yeah. Like, because it's like the classic. Because it's set in a high school, and obviously, kind of like high school. It's set. It's a. It's that, that demographic as well. It's like teenagers and like young yeah. adults. Because even yeah, yeah. like it, it has to be because it's set in that kind of thing. It's to that audience. It's like it's aged so badly because of the references and the. Oh my god, Chad! Why did you just do that? You know. Yeah. And it's like, especially since, because now it's, um, I tell you what, I tell you what, I think over the past five years, things have aged like doubly as fast because like... Culture's I mean, moving quicker and quicker. Culture's moving quicker and everything's more like, 
like making fun of people for like disabilities or differences is no longer funny anymore. Yeah. And um, I mean, rightly so. I, uh, yeah. Like, uh, like so, so for instance, in the first episode of Glee, uh, like it's like the the jocks, the football players, yeah, um, put, get the wheelchair, the kid in the wheelchair, and they throw him in a big uh, skip, a rubbish skip. Jeez. And it's like, and it's like, I mean, I remember thinking at the time, I, I mean, I don't know if that was just a cultural thing, but like that is harsh. Like you have to be some kind of like real evil guy to throw a guy in a wheelchair. In like a bin, yeah. Like that was crazy. Like I, I but especially now, and um, I guess now like the, also I guess the the ethnic ratio because there was like there was one black woman, there was one Asian woman, there was one. I mean, they had one of everything, but it was mainly just it's like, like Noah's Ark, mate. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, um. <laughs> But like basically the black the black girl Mercedes uh, was you know they actually, the only reason she was there was because every time they would sing a song like uh, the big hit you probably remember the big hit when it was out don't stop yeah they did a cover of that and that was like number one and um, the only reason she was ever there the black woman is because at the end of every song when it's like the apex of like the is like uh, you need like a, a woman to go like yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, that was, like, if you, like that's why it like doesn't really hold up although actually there is like one glee album that i is really good actually so i watched um harry hill's tv burp oh uh, what uh, is that is that 90s no, this is noughties, definitely. Oh, Harry Hill, yeah. I was I was getting kind of confused with Harry Enfield. Yeah, but I like Harry Enfield. I love Harry Enfield so much. Oh man. Uh yeah, anyway, um Harry Hill T V burp where he used to like take the mick out of like the soaps. Yeah. Of like the week. Uh, it used to be quite satirical. Even though it was very kiddie. But I rewatched it because I loved it at the time. And um it just does not hold up anymore. It just is absolutely like, oh, oh. Yeah, he makes a joke. It's just like, fucking hell. Like, uh, nah, nah. I, like, I don't remember the context or, or um, he talks about like, you know, flip phones or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, it's, um... it just it immediately it immediately date stamps the, the program for you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, he talks more, about something more. Inev- I mean, I suppose more inevitable than jokes. It's just quality. Like, yeah. I, I remember when we were watching like the old doctor who's like, not even that old David Tennant, doctor who's yeah. Although I guess they're over 10 years old now, but, um, yeah, I know, but, uh, it's like the CG is aged badly. Like even just like, Oh yeah, yeah. Overall, overall quality. Yeah, <laughs> Christopher Eccleston though, what a doctor! Like yeah, pretty pretty angry dude. Yeah, he's a bit of an asshole to be honest. I think in real life he's an asshole as well. <laughs> yeah, he's no. You got you got, enough... tr- you got you got chucked off a train for abusing a trolley lady. Really? <laughs> yeah, on the new LNER Virgin uh, trains to London. 
apparently it had to make an emergency stop, which it does not meant to do, at like Nottingham or something, because um, he was, I think he was trying to go down the aisle and um, this trolley woman was in the way. And like one thing led to another and he was like basically just verbally abusing her. Um, and she called like security, was really upset. And they stopped the train and actually got the police to escort him off. They were wet. The police were waiting for him when the train stopped. Damn, dude. Um. So yeah, but like, I think he just paid. Like, he didn't get put in prison. I think he just got kind of like a, a, a you know, yeah. I think he just got a verbal warning or some shit. I don't know. But um, I'm following his Instagram, and like, <laughs> he's basically like an angry old dad. That's the vibe I get, kind of thing. Like, he takes a picture of his dog, takes a picture of, like, you know, some beer or something, like a really low-quality photograph and, like, an all-lowercase caption or something <laughs> with a load, load of hashtags. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like an old person using Twitter, uh, Instagram. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what, but, I, think, okay. I was just going to say, I, did, I do love... That era of Doctor Who, though. Tennant and Eccleston. Oh, it's a really good era, to be fair to it. But, um... I mean, what's been coming up? I mean, it's quite depressing how much it's been coming up, actually. On my recommended, it's like, um... The effect social media has... Mm -hmm. On people's mental well-being. Okay. Was, yeah. And basically, it's saying. What were you going to say about it? I mean, basically, it's saying, like, and I guess in general, more like kind of society, and I guess Western society specifically, is more unhappy generally. Because even though, like, you know, life quality expectancy is better than it has ever been, we are unhappier than we've ever been. I think that's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, I think people are realizing more um, and being more open about how they feel, which means that it's being noticed more. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a bit like where you uh, say if you, you know, uh, one back in the day, yeah. uh, men being very, especially in the Brit Britain, um, I'm sure everyone out, ever a lot of other places were like this, where men were kind of like seen as like, if you have something wrong with you, don't share it because you know you don't want to burden other people with your problems. Um, you know, uh, don't let don't people what people will worry about you if you let them know that you're hurting or, you know. If you're not dying by what you know, if you're not dying or dead, uh, there's no point in complaining about it. You know, um, you know it's a sign of weakness if you kind of like uh, admit that you've got a problem. Uh, that's kind of a classical view, um, but I think now it's being more and more uh, open, and people are being more and more kind of conscientious, conscientious about how they're response to other people's kind of problems will affect the other person and and also trying to help other people as well but i think with social media is there's a lot of kind of like um 
a lot of people just post some stuff a lot without thinking and com- comment a lot of stuff without thinking about it. It's like, boom, a hot minute, you know. Boom. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, mean, what, out there. What, what, I mean, especially like, like just comment as well. Talking about like, you just comment on stuff without really thinking about it. One of the questions I ask, I've asked this to a couple of parents. I, um, when I was, um, I was getting like driven to this place by this uh, woman woman that I met a, a friend of a friend you know whatever mm-hmm. like an old woman and she had a um, she had a um, six year old kid with her seven six year old daughter okay and I was curious I said to this woman hey um, hope you don't mind me asking but like uh, does your have you given like your child like a smartphone or iPad or yeah and if you like I said no I haven't given her that one yet I was like well you know how when are you going to give her one and like because and i was i was explaining to her i mean i want because it i suppose maybe now it's harder than ever for a parent um to kind of keep tabs on a child not in the sense of like because i guess you could have a facebook account and like be friends with your child or whatever yeah but like I mean, we were. I mean, people are really stupid when they're te- I mean, people. People are stupid in general, but when you're a teenager or like a child or like a young person, you are generally like really like dumb. Yeah. Like you don't really understand. Like I mean, I don't know if you've ever gone on like Facebook memories and you've just gone, oh my god, I just cr- yeah internally because you've just gone like, oh yeah, this. Like uh, I, I did one the other day and it was like um, I, I shared this song. Uh, these song lyrics and it's like a really depressing song it was like uh, <laughs> you know and um, yeah and you know but um, but yeah I mean kids like now because obviously they know how to I guess we because I didn't really get Facebook until I was about 14 and that was when it was like it just started getting popular yeah in like 2009 10 years ago but I think if I had it younger, at like maybe like ten, maybe more than that, you know, uh, younger than that, I think I I would have been really stupid. Okay, stupid. I don't know. I mean, like I don't know because the commenting, especially like, because um, I I suppose this didn't come up to me because my uh, you know you remember my ex girlfriend um, Veronica. Yeah. She was saying, uh, keep, also keep in mind all the other stuff I've said. So it's also this kind of, she brought this to my attention. She's, I was curious, uh, spatially, she had this thing where like, she had like a load of friends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how, I just, I just was on her account. Well, this is why we were dating. And she had like, you know, mutual friends. And she had Marcus. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, Marcus is our mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had Marcus as a friend. I was like, "How does a Polish um, eighteen? She was at the time. How does a Polish eighteen-year-old student studying in Wales? How how would she know Marcus? You know?" And I said, "Like, oh, how do you know?" She was like, "Oh, I just accept everyone." And I'm like, oh, well, that's, I mean, I suppose that's like, some people do that, some people swear. Pardon me, but she was also saying how, like, I feel, I can't remember if this happened to her or it happened to a friend of hers. She actually had this thing where, like, 
um, like Egyptian, like an Egyptian guy would message her and say like, "Oh, you're very beautiful." Yeah. And, like, befriend her, and they would talk. And then obviously she'd be like, uh, he he he. Apparently he asked like, "Oh, would you want to come over and visit me, or I can come over and visit you?" Yeah. And um, it's, I mean, that's really like, because I mean, I don't know if you've ever had that, just like random spam, probably because you're not like an attractive young woman. No, I'm not. But like, have you ever had like? I could be though. Have you ever had like weird messages that you've just gone like, right, not going to touch that? Yes, I have. And in fact, there's this guy that I knew in college and there's a Facebook group being created called ban this this my friend his name is Max yeah. um, and it was ban Max from Facebook and basically what he does is is he is fucked up this guy he's fucked up and what he does is he messages models like just just dress like dressing models not naked or porn or whatever like actual just models um teenagers mostly and says oh hi like how are you and they're like oh hi and he's just like i hear you do modeling and they're like yes it's like would you would you do ever do modeling for me and they were like yes for a price and then he goes on to say like what about like naked pictures well your friend yeah um and he's got a couple of girls like to a certain point, like down the conversation level, where like if they disagree, if they say no, he like basically barrages them with sexist kind of like he's basically an incel. You know, this is mean? a friend of yours. He's not a friend. I just know him, um, and um, um, they keep posting this stuff on this group, saying he's messaged again, and they they show like the the thread. Of their replies, and I think to myself, if you're in this group, you understand that this what this guy's up to, and they're still like replying to him when they say hi. He says the like he literally copies and pastes the message saying hi. I hear you're a model. Would you be up for doing a thing for me? How do you know um, he does this? Does he tell you? No, I don't. I don't speak to him. I'm just saying. I I say he's a friend. He's not a friend. I just know of him. <laughs> Right. I met him. I was in class, or I was in philosophy with him. But um, yeah. we used to talk a fair bit. But he was really like right wing, and um, uh, he used to do like cigarette reviews on YouTube. <laughs> he used to literally be like, "Hi guys, I'm back again with Marlboro, you know Marlboro Brown. He's smoking a good smoke. <laughs> Let's light it up, guys. You know." And then he'd actually actually do it. Like this oh. was back in the day. Oh, no. It's quite cringy, <laughs> and um, yeah, I've got him on Snapchat, and he every day he posts a picture of himself like smoking weed with next to music. In Brian, he's just like smoking to some like you know dive straights. He's like, <laughs> and he just videos himself smoking. And um, but basically, I think to myself, these girls reply. I think that's the first mistake. Oh yeah. Is is involve involvement is is that first hi how are you if you've someone that has never you've never met before messages saying hi how are you depending on how desperate you are you normally a normal person would just probably ignore it 
Yeah, I don't or just know. yeah. I mean, in my um, opinion, yeah, but like, well, the thing is with teenagers as well. I mean, I don't know if this is the case for models, maybe some models, but uh, maybe just starting out. But the thing is with teenagers, is especially maybe teenage girls, is they've got this low self-esteem. Mm. Um, so if like a guy, say, say like, you know, put yourself in this mindset, you've had a tough day at school. Um, you know, oh God, you know, I, you don't feel attractive in yourself. You know, your parents say they love you, but obviously, you know, it doesn't count because they're your parents or something like that. Yeah, and uh, you know, and then you get a message of this like this like this guy. Go like, hey, I looked at your profile picture. And I just want to say you're beautiful. Oh, well. and you're like, oh, oh, wow, well, you know, oh, thank you very much. He goes like, hey, you know, hey, and then it gets on from that. Like, like in the internet is um, if you're if you're a predator, the internet is a very useful tool. And I tell you what, I mean, it's obviously I don't want to go like you know everyone is such and such or whatever. But like yeah. you know, I think it is. It's uh, it's difficult uh, for kids as well, especially because like this whole instant gratification thing, where like um, you know, say like you, um, I mean, here's an interesting one. You take say if you say for again, you're for like a girl, and you know you're like four, fourteen, fifteen, and you, and you take a picture of like your dog. And that gets yeah. like, well, they're like twenty likes. Yeah. And then say you take a picture of, um, like, I don't know, just like a random picture of like uh, your like torso or something like that, and that gets like, yeah. that gets fifty likes. Okay. And then you take like a picture of like your foot. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. You get take a picture, like, yeah. <laughs> take a picture of your your bare foot and get yeah. like a, <laughs> billion, a billion, a like thousand likes. <laughs> Um, you take a picture of your bomb and like you know Dodie likes it your bomb you You get a thumbs up from Dodie man that that bomb could use an arrow (laughs) I'm absolutely shitting (laughs) I'll never let you go (laughs) Um, but yeah man the the internet's quite scary for like kids yeah like for Dodie, for Dodie, it's a scary place. Dodie is on the prowl. <laughs> do it's do or die. Do or dode. Dodie. Dode on my chair. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to do. Uh, Dodie was actually saying in school they used to mock her and call her dildo. Why? I don't know. Dodie dildo. Is her name actually Dodie? Uh, I think her name's Dodie Clark. Dodie's such a weird fucking name. I thought it was a stage name. Wow, man, dude, come on. I'm just, hey, that's a compliment. If dude, she could be listening, boy. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, so that's the kind of thing, like, I mean, maybe maybe in, like, say if, like, we have kids, say, ten years' time, like, what, you're... Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully in like ten years. Wow, that's weird, Paul. But hopefully in like ten years' time, we'll have kids or a kid or whatever, or or, yeah. uh, or thinking about it. Like, who my knows? kid's gonna be the shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> my kid's gonna make a love to your kid. <laughs> That'll be quite good, actually. What? <laughs> <laughs> then would be fam- family. <laughs> Must keep the seed strong. <laughs> Just seed. Yeah. 
the Turkarpa line would be strong again. <laughs> like it has been for a thousand years. <laughs> oh. Our seeds combined. <laughs> yeah, we should like <laughs> force them there. But the only thing is, like, not with our kids, not with our kids, the, I don't like. The, <laughs> wives. Wives. the only thing is, if like, I think the dynamic would be ruined because if like, say for like, I I had a son and you had a daughter, I'd be like, oh, my son's giving it to your daughter. Nah, I love a son. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'd have a son too. <laughs> Oh it, god! It wouldn't work. It's a sin. <laughs> Abomination. Uh, it's a sin. <laughs> have you seen the? Have you seen? Oh, I'll tell you what. Have you seen the new Taylor Swift song or music? Uh, what's it called? Um, you need to calm down. Is it? Oh, I thought it was like. You'll never find another like you. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Don't looking, even. Looking back, what do you think of that song? Now that you've had time to digest. I've digested it. I've thrown it back up. <laughs> oh. It's not good. It's it, catchy, but it isn't good. It wasn't a great one. It wasn't a great one. <laughs> hey, kids, spelling is fun. There is the me in you. But There's me <laughs> Spelling is real fun. Now put your finger up your. <laughs> Doty, no. I'm so strange. Yo, do- yo, Doty, what's up? Hi, guys. This is my brother, Brody. I'm so strange. I'm gonna turn your insides into jelly. Yo, oh. Dirty, what are you doing? I'm about to give you a blow. <laughs> I'm gonna make your dick turn to jelly. Oh my god, I didn't realize you had a chody. <laughs> uh, Yo, uh, uh, <laughs> I can't carry all these bags. I need to hire a roadie. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Um... <laughs> Let me think of another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, mate. I think I think I'm done. <laughs> I think I'm done. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Oh, oh Dodi, what are you watching? I'm watching the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it. <laughs> That'll do it. Uh, that, that, dude, that'll do that. Oh, mate, I don't think I can do my France plan. No? No, because basically I was going to be like, I can go visit my pen pound to lose and like kind of hitchhike there. That'll be my end goal. But she said she's busy. Oh, yeah. Nice one, mate. Mate, you could, even, you could pretend to sound like you're oh, Sorry, uh, no, I meant as in what? <laughs> that's, that's her response. Oh, like, yeah, nice one. Nice one. <laughs> The sausages, the sausages in Toulouse are quite good. Have you been? No, I've just had Toulouse sausages. <laughs> oh, mate. What's the Toulouse weather like, man? Ah, oh, it's pretty crap weather, actually. Ugh, heavy. Um, when you come in, when you come in Newcastle, mate. <laughs> what, I have to come in Newcastle? Right, are we, we're meeting in Berm. Oh, the other thing is, like, we've got a place to stay in Burn, 
But the thing is, Birmingham itself is boring. Um, it's a little bit pricey as well, isn't it? What are you about? It's a bit. Pr- I mean, like just general. Like if you want to go out for a drink, I guess we want to go for a drink. I would. I will go to like a party though. That's the only thing. Oh like... uh, well, the only thing is I could like because my mate Darius, he's big into the music scene there. Yeah. So he could possibly because uh... apparently he was saying he, uh, he he he's like basically like roadies with um... <laughs> <laughs> roadies with Dodie. Uh, <laughs> he basically uh, like hang tags along with his band that he's like friends with. Yeah, and uh, they had a big London one, and they apparently had a big London party in like Camden, like a roof uh, loft in Camden. Oh, apparently, apparently, he just got like messed up on drugs. Oh, I probably shouldn't use his name. Uh, I mean, Barry, my mate Barry, <laughs> and Brody. Uh, <laughs> he Brodies, Chody Brody, <laughs> Motion Loaded, while watching <laughs> Sweet Zach and Cody. Um, yeah, man, but uh, yeah, so he did like, like, yeah, he had a good time, man. but uh, yeah, I've been to a couple of his parties. It just seems like every time I go to a party of like with his mates, it's like always a bit like tame. Yeah, you need me to like kick up a notch, <laughs> yeah, mate, yeah, sure. and do to just sing Chelsea Dagger. Oh, man, you're, mm. a, you're a bit of a cock blocker, to be fair. I won't be anymore. I'm on, I'm on the if anything, I'll be, you know, focused. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I suppose you are uh, in the depths of depravity now, aren't you, with your uh, singleness? Oh, tell me about it, mate. <laughs> it's... Mate, the Alan, it's I've, seen, uh, I've, seen the, I've seen the Alan Watts videos on your YouTube history. <laughs> it's like, Alan Watts, how to get a girl to like you. <laughs> how to actually speak to a girl. <laughs> I can speak to girls. Oh, oh. Um, hello. Would you like to go on a date? Date with me. <laughs> What's five times for happy? Again. Oh, you should know. You should know. You should know. Oh, you're always my reminder. Reminder. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a pretty like um. For some reason, like the first album they did, oh, there's a context. This is Maximo Park. This is like a band that we both really like. Um, the first album that they did was like really like it sounds really basic. Like that the drums are really like there's nothing to them. They've just recorded the drums live, pretty much. Yeah. So I mean, second. I mean, yeah. I've already given my ratings, mate. It's they got some good albums. Yes, definitely. Very good. Very good indeed. All right. So, uh, winding down, I think, perhaps, for this yeah. podcast. Um, yeah, yeah Last time, we, we, the podcast was cut out. What? Uh, they actually cut out last time. Oh, uh, what? I think I explained this. Basically, with, with, with this, it only, it maxes out at two hours. Shit, really? And uh, we missed out on a good like five minutes of us talking about how to finish. Oh, it's the... okay. So we didn't lose a lot. No, no. But oh. I had to. I had to re-record an ending. 
Oh, so you did record then? Yeah, I literally was just like, hi guys, sorry about that cut there. I was like, we we basically, it was me and you discussing how to end the show. And then I just said like, ciao, ciao guys, ciao, ciao. Oh, hang on, listen to it now. Your stink. <laughs> No, See you next time on uh, Time Jet. Oh, um, also, I didn't say, I don't know anything about D, but he signs him off, doesn't he? Um, yeah. On uh, the end of that episode, we didn't we didn't quite, we overran two hours, which is the minimum, or to say the maximum. The professionalism is amazing. On one, <laughs> which we didn't realise. Uh, so yeah, that kind of just cut out there. But uh, basically, it was just 15 seconds of me and Dan trying to think of a catchphrase, and we came up with one, and it is uh, "Chow Chow Guys Chow Chow," um, which is yeah, wow. They don't need to hear that again. <laughs> and at the ending, there's literally just me going. So, as I say, "Chow Chow Guys Chow Chow," <laughs> and then does it end? <laughs> chow Chow Guys Chow Chow. Did you ever watch that uh, Chernobyl show? Yeah. Was that yeah. Really good? Oh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's quite funny. Well, not funny in a way, wow. but you know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny at all. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> it's the Ukrainians gone. I mean, <laughs> well, literally. Not in that way. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Oh, it's um, quite it's quite moving uh, towards the end. Um, it's very I thought it was quite good, well done. The only thing I didn't like about it was the fact that they got like American actors to try and put on like very slight Russian accents. Well, there's a few uh, British actors in it. Yeah, but they put on like a slight like Rusky. Mm. Well, the thing is, if someone told me to do like a Serbian accent and a Ukrainian accent, I'd be like, oh, sound the same. Sound vaguely, yeah. Well, long. you just have to do your research, mate, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would, though, to be fair. If you're you a good heard, actor, you ever heard of Jordan Peterson? Yeah, what do I you certainly think? have. What do you think of him? He's very good, he's scientific, he's, he's good at debating, and he's very good at logic based takedowns of someone else's argument and incorporating studies and remembering studies. Um, well, that's the thing, like, if you go, like, so say if we were having an argument and you go, like, oh, mate, abortion is good, and I say it's bad, I'd be like, well, this study in Nebraska by doctor, whatever. That yeah. means, you know, I could be lying, but that means you, like, kind of back something. It backs up your point, and, yeah. It, like, it just, like, studies would show that, you know, men, you know, I don't know, I don't know what you've listened to about John Jordan Peterson, but, like, have you read his book, you know, is 12 Steps to Life or whatever it was? Uh, I've, I've, Have you heard like of a, it? I've done like a YouTube uh, summary of it. It's, it's quite... Um... Have you read it? Yeah, I read it back about last year. Oh, really? Didn't know that. Yeah, I was into him at like December time, round about like just after I met you actually in Abrissa, so like November, December. Oh, damn. I took his book to Kuala Lumpur. Did he, did he help you out? It's just, it's just one of those things because it was, um, it, it, it was quite cool. Though it, it's almost like military style, like 
make sure your room is clean um you know stand with your back straight um, that's a, that's a big one like uh, it was like um what was it stand with your back straight and your shoulders back yeah it shows a dominance and demeanor and like confidence it's like play within the rules but like you know but like don't be afraid to push like play the game kind of thing but i mean if you think, if you think about it though I mean, not like, not that existence is a game. Um, but like, if you think about you, there, there is a game to the whole like success, isn't there? Yeah. Like, yeah, I think, I agree. Like, there's like, you know, smile the faces, meet the people, um, kind of keep, in, keep tabs on people, keep in contact with people. Like, when they said networking in uni, because they said, probably said that word like a billion times. Like they were so right about that networking, yeah. keeping people. Uh, I mean, I, I find that really difficult. I find that so difficult to do. Um, you just got to put yourself in these, you know, kind of scary, nervous social situations, and and that's how you grow. You know, you just put yourself in these. I, I just, I, just that little bit out of your comfort. So, but the only thing is, it's not one of the things we're like, oh god, I'm scared to do it. It's one of the things I don't really want to do it. Like I, what I, I get no. I'm not one of these people. Uh, I suppose I don't. I mean, you're probably the same. But I'm like, I'm not one of these people who can, um, be so like have like a like a on and off button when it comes to sociality. Like I'll be like, okay, hi, how you doing? Like you know, you get those really charismatic people who are friends of everyone. That's the kind of playing the game. Yeah, you kind of you have many friends, but you don't have a lot of like you know close confidence. Yeah. yeah. Whereas me, I like to be social until I don't want to be. Yeah. And you know, I suppose in the long run, when it comes to a career, that's probably going to hinder me more than help me. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't call. I'm like pleasant and social with a lot of my colleagues, but I wouldn't call them close friends. Yeah, but are you close enough? Like, say if like uh, they got like a re- say if they got a job in like uh, I don't know, like uh, some basically somewhere else law firm in Paris, and you're like, oh, I really want to work there. Would you would you know them well enough to actually message them and go like, hey man, I saw you there. Like, is there anything you can help me out with? Hmm. Like, have, I mean, you, have you ever done yeah. that? Have you ever done that? Called on a favor. Um, I've called on a couple of favors in Brighton where I've said, "Oh, do you mind if I stay?" Because yeah. I've got to stay. Yeah, but that's that's not too bad. But like, I'm talking about like actual like career, like jobs or anything. No, I, I haven't. Because I mean, no, no, well, I haven't had the opportunity to. Yeah, I guess. I've done it. I've done it a couple times. Because this guy, I knew, used to work in, or at the time, he worked in the Japanese embassy in London. Mm-hmm. And they were doing, you know, adverts. And I said, yo, dude, I'm applying for the job in your thingy. Can I send you my CV and my cover letter and check it out? And he did, to be fair to him. And uh, actually, the same guy has got a job, which I would actually really like to get in on. But I, I have a message him, actually, because I, I feel like that would be really pushing the boat. Mm. Um, but it's... Um, it's interesting though. Uh, kind of the way these 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 people that kind of try and guide you through life, try to tell you this is the way it is, and 
these are the rules. I, I think there is. I think there is a set way in life, but but I mean, there's not a way, but there is a way to succeed, like to get like the most out of it. I think because I think if like you want to uh, like join society in the way of like you know. I want a house, I want a wife, I want a kids, I want to have, you know, a ha- like, a, you know, well, a successful career. Mm. I think follow Jordan Peterson's advice and take on responsibility and, you know... Um... He also said, what well, do what everyone else is doing. If you don't know what to do, do what everyone else is doing. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, for instance, like, you know, in my position, I don't really know what I want to do. But, like, everyone else is doing, they're either doing master's, or they're pursuing, like, just have a job and live in the city or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the thing is that I take most from uh, Fingy, uh, from kind of like, I guess my philosophy is, like, don't compare yourself, don't compare yourself to other people. Yeah. And I think that's something, that's something that I do quite a lot. I'm like, oh, God, well, you know, I have to... I'm like I, I I don't know if you do this, but I do it a lot by age. I'm like, oh my god, I'm 23 years old and I haven't done this. Yeah. And and, and it's to the point sometimes where I actually Google like singers or celebrities or something like that, and they go like, oh my god, they're like whatever age, and like I'm only like I go like, okay, like well, Dodie's 25 or something like that, or 24. Is she? Yeah, she thinks she's a year older than us. Uh, okay, mature. She's experienced. Well, she's got uh, she had uh, like a, hit, hit, a few hit records. Yeah, she's probably made a, good, a bit a bit of dosh. Oh yeah. Uh, well, the well, the only thing I love about being in the band is uh, the touring. Yeah, you get to yeah. go around and play songs to people. Yeah, I don't, and I don't think you need to be that successful to actually. Like, you don't need like a number one record. You be like decent enough. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think uh, winding down now. Yeah, winding down. Winding down. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us on this podcast. I think it was uh, a fairly productive one. Talk. We had laughs. There were laughs. There were cries, and um, there were dude eyes. Um, and if Dodie ever listens to this, just want you to know that I, I'm the biggest fan. What? Um, what? And Dan is. Just forget him. <laughs> Mate, what are you all about? You trying to like, cock? I I won't share you. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I won't. No. <laughs> I will dominate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never let you go. Oh. Uh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're winding down now. Uh, yeah, I mean, until next time. Until next time. Ciao, ciao, guys. Ciao, ciao. No, no, no you got to leave a big gap. Ciao, ciao, guys. Ciao, ciao. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Do do one more, one more, and that'll be it. All right. Ciao, it. ciao, guys. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao.